Welcome to the War Report. I'm your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT 2.0 and AEW Dynamite. I'm going to start talking really, really fast because all our technology is fucking up right around us. <laughs> we need to get through this episode. I think we did like one story of quick hits and then like shit just started exploding. So, <laughs> um, that's me out. You sound great right now. Normally, I'm the issue. Yeah, this so, is the first time I'm the problem when it comes to technical difficulties in this podcast. Yeah. So, that's- when it's on your end, I get worried because there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> right. When it's myself, I'd be like, all right, let me unplug some shit, blah, 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 this and that. But uh, our week's we been great. Nothing's going on. We're not high. We're doing this normal. Let's do this. Uh, quick hits. <laughs> um, Tony Khan said that uh, Satam Singh's uh, debut could have been done a lot better. Um, he was on Busted Open Radio and um, kind of just saying like the lights out wasn't his idea. Um, you know, in the creative process of like his debut, a lot of uh, ideas was just bouncing back and forth, and he, he feels like he could he should have said no to maybe we should turn the lights off, man. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, at this point, like I don't think his debut is the problem. He still don't look like he could work. <laughs> the debut I mean, is half yeah. the problem. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of things wrong. I think if we're just off the uh, Tony Khan statement alone, me personally, I don't think that's good leadership to, you know, pass the buck to somebody else when, you know, something goes wrong, especially when you're the one front and center when you when there's time for adulation for what you did or what you're about to do. So you can't you can't take the good and then pass the blame when something goes wrong. You have to take the wrong with it, too, as you know, the leader of your company. Um, so yeah, I didn't like that. It gave me, um, it's very reminiscent of another world leader or not. Well, just a leader in general, not a world leader, but a leader in general who also acts like this. Um, I personally have noticed that Tony Khan has been acting very, very erratic the last two weeks, more erratic than usual. Um, we, we didn't really go into depth on it last week, but you know, the tweet about the, the WWE bots. bots. On Twitter, that's our you know someone out there way to make yeah the hate bots with nothing but retweets because he can't believe that a Twitter account would be nothing but retweets even though there's plenty of Twitter accounts like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand that part, but yeah, man, just um his actions have been very telling. I can't tell if he's scrambling or what. Uh, I I don't know if the if the Cody loss really derailed whatever plans they had and it's kind of just trickling them down everything else, but. I feel like ever since, you know, he kind of popped up at Mania, it just seemed like they're kind of scrambling over there and it's showing in the product. We, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember if we talked about it much, but that week, press? Yeah, he's doing a lot. WWE press was really just like, hey, they said, AEW questions? Bring them on. Bianca Belair was just like, I don't know what that shit is, bro. I ain't got time for that. So the whole weekend, like, yeah, the whole yeah, the whole weekend. weekend Paul yeah. Heyman was just like, I mean, I guess they could do better. <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> was just like, shit, I guess <laughs> that boy ain't give a shit about nothing, bro. They was letting they nuts hang all week. Um, yeah, that was a rough. I, that was a rough week for AEW. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, if anything, I definitely think this Discovery, uh, Time Warner merger 
definitely is shaking the room uh quite a bit so we'll yeah. see what happens with that discovery for what is worth it for what it's worth, I heard it did do decent numbers in, in the India market. So we got it got some eyes to it. So if that was the plan, they, they succeeded. It could be executed better, but they succeeded with the plan they had they had for that night. So what can you do? Yeah. I mean, what is it? I think people do not understand representation. And I think, you know, the Indian market is like a clear example if you put somebody that looks like us on tv we will watch and they'll watch by the fucking billions <laughs> yeah they'll, they'll look. Uh, it's, it's tried and true yeah so that's a good look um if they if uh if they if that's the market that they want to go to that's perfect i just think that uh sunil singh is uh, a it little sing. bizarre i mean uh so tom singh sorry um, oh, it's a new thing. A whole other person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Whole, um, a whole Bollywood boy. <laughs> where are they today? Um, where, where are the Bollywood boys? <laughs> I don't care. Honestly. Are, they on, are they an impact? They must be on impact. You know what? They feel like an impact team. But yeah, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's an impact act. <laughs> Why you look that up? Uh, <laughs> Tony Storm um, earlier, well, last week, you know. Was just saying, uh, she opens about uh, opens up about leaving the WWE, and she said it just wasn't a place for her. And yeah, I mean that's fine. I hope she comes back though. I hope like in a later point in life, she's like you know, uh, her mental's a lot better, her health is a lot better, and then like something as you know the constant travel and stuff like WWE isn't so scary, and she can maintain that sort of thing. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Um... She did a little, it was like a little, you know, those little road to shows they do on YouTube mm -hmm. that are actually really good. And I wish they would show more of that content on TV. Yeah, I think she was on that. It was kind of after her first match and she was just saying how she was really down when she was in WWE. And I think, I think the travel and being far away from home was probably getting to her. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, you can't really fault her for if, if she wanted to leave, she didn't feel good being there, then leave. She gave it a shot and it didn't work out i can't fault anybody who gives something a shot and it didn't work out you know what i mean yeah that's 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 not running from the grind nothing like that that's just like <laughs> you know, that, that wasn't for me and i get yeah. it so yeah i mean i'm happy tony's in a good place hopefully they they use her right that's all I, that's all i hope for <laughs> so far right not there. good uh, but um oh, you don't think you don't think so no we'll see they guess yeah uh he's got a big match against jamie hater next week that should be Women. yeah that's good big for women um so we'll see yeah we'll see how that uh you know what that leads up to or what comes after but um yeah i hope she comes back though um you know with a place that uh has a much better women's division you know uh she's still young so it's fine do your thing yeah um next we got triple h uh opening up about uh you know NXT star is going over to uh, AEW or other companies and he just says uh, if it's a great gig, I'm happy for him. I stay in touch with uh, almost all of them. And I guess people didn't like this. <laughs> like they really, uh, they wanted him to be like really mad about it. Um, and it was another uh, headline. Oh, man, I wish I put it in this um, 
this when whole he was talking about full of, full of great stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. This whole interview is full of great um, When he talks about 2.0, and he was just like, yeah, it was bound to happen. And then people were just like, what? You're you're not mad about the 2.0 change? Like I, I, like I made up in my head? Yeah. How dare you say you're a part of this? I tweeted that, you know, you should probably go and run your own company like 20 times. You know what my thing is, is though, about that? Um... Triple H told us he was involved in the process when it first started. He's like, "Hey, me and Nick Khan have been working on this, you know, new direction for yeah, NXT." Exactly. <laughs> like, like so it, Nick it's not Khan even said really that. new. Yeah. People made, <laughs> like people have like people made up this idea that there was some kind of like secret war between Nick Khan and, and Triple H, even though they've been friends for like over a decade. And <laughs> it's just, it's just like people got to use their brains sometimes. But yeah, man, the whole Triple H interview, he made some fair points about how. Um, the pandemic really kind of hurt everything they were really trying to do going forward and kind of left mm-hmm. the, the brand stagnant. And yeah, I, I mean, like we've been saying since the start, you know, the, the the transition from NXT to main roster previously, there was a disconnect somewhere. Somewhere the wires yeah. were crossed. We saw, we saw Randy Orton saying, hey, these guys can't work over here. What's going on down there? Because it, it was okay, because it was like, you know, not for it to be a bad thing, but it was okay to be, you know, the, your same indie self and not growing. And I feel like we saw a lot of people in who were a part of Black and Gold, you know, they did the 2.0 transition and they became more than just a match. Like they became a character. And that's what people were saying that they wanted or they missed about NXT. And then they got it and they were just like, oh, man, but AEW, uh, pro wrestling. Ah. And it was just like, I mean, I guess. Um, Yeah, it, it, it just seems that everything was just as normal as as we thought it'd be. Like it was a, a, a business decision to transition. Um, Triple H's vision of NXT kind of shifted over time and you know shit just had to change it's okay it's okay guys i you could like 2.0 now if you like you know it's just the thing which is kind of like fandoms of anything they don't like any kind of drastic change and i will admit that the transition from nxt 1.0 to 2.0 was very abrupt even though a they gave a like very a massive event it would just like woo, in one fellow swoosh and then you know hearing about all the releases kind of yeah you know, but it sour the fan base. I understand where it comes from. However, just like the whole like yeah. made up scenarios in your head about what's going on backstage and what you think that, that, that part I don't understand. Bro. Yeah, I don't know where this all this came from. That there was some kind of like secret war between the two sides yeah. and Triple H is going to leave and like start his own promotion or something. And like I thought that. It, it I, and that. I thought that was a very at uh, I thought it was done at a terrible time. Like Triple H is like in the hospital becoming Iron Man, and you motherfuckers are just like, oh man, we. We gotta go book something else. Oh, fuck this. What, what is this? Amateur? Yeah. <laughs> they don't love pro wrestling, man. And it was just like, I guess, bro. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it's also one of those situations where I'll just say one it's one of those situations where, you know, um the pro even the unfortunate situation with Triple H getting sick, it's like, you know, the show gotta go on. Like we can't just because he's sick, yeah. we can't just stop the plan. I mean, we have to go on with the vision that we had. If Chip Witch is with us or not, you know, his, his health is more important in this situation. Shawn Michaels got it. That's also one of his best friends. So another reason why I don't understand why they think it was some kind of hostile takeover. But, <laughs> oh, man, this but, hostile yeah. takeover. 
led by my, <laughs> my <pal>. best friend. <laughs> um, and he also mentioned how um, the PC was this like full of people that you know needed to get on TV. Yeah, and man, you know what the crazy, crazy part is? There's more people. There's more people still waiting to get on TV. There's some more people that should probably get called up at yeah. this point. So, you know, it's just a start, bro. But I'm I'm seeing up. You know, we're seeing a lot more people come in and then like, well, like uh, coming in and out um, of NXT 2.0. Currently, I think uh, you know we had our first set of call ups, but like, you know, Roxanne got signed. I think like two months ago, a month ago. Yeah, already on TV. Already on TV. They're not hesitating. Yeah, they're not hesitating at all. Like pe- people get signed and then they're on TV. Um, I think a lot of those, uh, what is it, and uh, nil uh, folks, like a lot of those people are hitting TV way faster than we thought they would. Uh, are, is that first class of nil, NIL people were on TV already? Uh, I believe so. Probably on level up. I, I, I think so. I th- think so i believe so i believe um the italian kid i forgot his name i believe he was on level up i think you're right yeah um also uh i watched level up last week good show man it it, it really is what you said it was like just throw that bitch on the background and then you probably see something cool (laughs) yeah it's just a quick little 30 minute show we'll give you two little two little matches yeah really good but uh we're gonna move on um Kushida contract is over. Contract expired. Hey, I, I, I saw the signs when um he lost to Adrisa Nofe. I said, yeah, <laughs> it, it might be a wrap. I think he's getting called up or he's out, out of here. Man, I saw the signs when he got dumped behind that trash can by Vaughn Wagner and he ain't get <laughs> and he ain't spin black and he ain't spin back. That's the last we saw him was in the trash can. That's kind of quiet. <laughs> Yo, that's kind of crazy now that I think about it. Oh Damn. shit! Uh, the wrong, uh, the wrong Kushida. Uh, the link to the Kushida thing is wrong, but I guess we could talk about this as well. Um, Triple H says independent wrestlers have uh, more bad habits than untrained college athletes, and I was just like, "Ooh." Well, <laughs> the 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 way Ringside News worded it, they made it sound way worse <laughs> than what he actually said. I mean, shit, is it cap? <laughs> what he said was is that you could you know if if you sign an established indie wrestler he's going to you know do all the bad habits he learned on the indies and it's hard mm-hmm. to break that kind of bad habit from people who've been wrestling for 10 plus years if you come in fresh fresh slate straight out of college you don't have you don't have a chance to learn the bad stuff you're, you're, you're gonna learn yeah. the right way you're you're, you're you're a blank canvas and then you know yeah, you can find your own way uh the wwe way yeah, the way the way where Randy Orton will, will complain about you if you're wrestling bad. <laughs> uh, what is it? You know, you just develop better habits of wrestling and you know safer wrestling, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It seems like they're really big on that down in the PC about the safety, safety first more than anything, which you know makes sense, longevity for the athletes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really have nothing uh, to say about that. Um, I did when I first uh, heard it. I was just like, you know, um, a lot of college athletes are already used to a routine, exercising and listening to a coach. So it's just yeah, like, being you know, coach. That's the you're just going from like one sport to another, or just like you know, you're already 
athletic. So all you need to know is just how to, you know, talk, come up with a character, blah, 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 this and that. A lot of people are already familiar with wrestling already. So they're just like, oh, I just have to be a more my dynamic self. Yeah. Easy as shit. So it was very simple. I think that's great. Um, yeah, that's about it. And then, you know, with the indie people is just like, well, I got here or like, you know, some people could have that mentality of I got here doing what I was doing. So why do I need to change? If you know, it's like a good analogy. It's like a D1 college basketball player coming to the league for the first time and different rules when you're a rookie when you're a rookie in the NBA. Yeah, different rules, different strategies. The other athletes are faster. They keep up with you. They know all the tricks. So, <laughs> you know, the shit, the stuff you were doing in college, it might take some time to translate, you know, to the NBA. It may take a couple of years for you're averaging what you were averaging in college. Same thing in the WWE. You came in, you know, shooting three-pointers when you really ship it on the block the whole time in your wrestling matches. <laughs> and then you come to WWE and you're like, hey, why aren't you where you're supposed to be? It becomes this whole mess. And then yeah. we end up with, you know, the, the, the miscommunication from the NXT to the main roster, like I said before. Yeah. It's, it's all trickles down to kind of, you know, what that athlete learned. Uh another headline something uh these last two are going to be very brief um sean rossap uh fifo reported that wwe is showing interest in ftr and after the last you know the last week that they had who the fuck wouldn't be um but me and Quan are just like well this shit don't matter because they still got years on their contract so we'll double back <laughs> um, yeah when it's a lot actually mean something yeah, a lot of people are just like, nah, man, ain't no way in hell they're going to go back. Uh, if they go back, I'm going to bring up the we can't be bought tweet. Uh, um, what else? It was just like, man, come on, man. You already saw what it's ba- like back there. Why would you go back? Yada, yada, this and that. You remember when they was giving you ass cream? Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. If they go like, you know, I'm just going to say money talks. Yeah, that bag big they might they might come back even though they were offered a big bag to stay yeah so i wonder they might, if they'll, i mean they'll go they might go high i they, think they said they maybe offered them like 800 to like a million yeah. i think this lied. is one of the a couple uh, mil? outside of cody i think this is the rare time where somebody like you know kind of went to AEW and like raised their stock oh for sure they absolutely raised their stock 100%. and you know um FTR, they're both family men. So if, you know, the family needs more, you know, family comes first, bro. And <laughs> money talk. <laughs> I ain't never going to be mad at somebody getting paid. I'll tell you that much. Especially especially family man, bro. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, he he got, a t- got, got a table to feed. And if he wants the, day, uh, the table to be diamond encrusted, shit, he worked for it. Um, you think, you think Edge, Edge did this? I mean, uh, that was a speculation that's his, that's in my his, chat, and I, I definitely think his, that was a good call. That's his boys. Shit. That's his boys. Yeah, yeah that's his boys. It, look, man. And I, I think in I, here. I think Edge is definitely the person that could like bring them back because they <laughs> they respect vets <laughs> a lot. <laughs> they, they gonna bring them in the group. They gonna be spooky FTR. Yeah. Well, shit. Who knows? For purple I mean, lights. They could be. They could just. They could just be regular ass FTR. In the in the in the all black suit, but with a spooky backlight. Yeah, 
teleport. Can you imagine him teleporting to the locker room like they did on? Nah, Raw? they they ain't teleporting, bro. They not teleporting. <laughs> they are teleporting. That'd be crazy. Um, be crazy. Not a surprise to any of us, but uh, Jack Evans' uh, AEW contract will not be renewed. <laughs> um, um, I'm worried about Angelico too, but it is what it is. I I will say this: Angelico came back this week. He was on Dark, um, so he, that's so that's good. good. That's um, good. But I know who I know was not on Dark was Colt Cabana, who I have not seen. In a minute, he, he did not come out with the Dark Order on Dark this week. Everybody else was there except for him. That's all I'm saying. You, yeah, you guys take that for what it is. I'm fine you with might that. see him next week, but I have not. I have not seen Colt Cabana <laughs> in a long time. I don't like Colt Cabana, so <laughs> I'm good, bro. Um, yeah. Well, I think Colt Cabana he got signed a lot later than a lot of these dudes so if he only signed like goddamn no, Col- two and a half Col- Col- years he was there from the Col- start Col- i don't think so he was there really early yeah he was there yeah, he really was there really he was there really early i think his contract will probably be like up like around like summer fall. it's probably around it's probably around now honestly hey man tony Khan would ignore his calls bruh godspeed <laughs> Hey, you know, uh, it was curtain. Once once CM Punk signed, I knew it was a wrap for Colt Cabana. I said, yeah, he is staying there much longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of CM Punk, we're going to get into AEW Dynamite. And coming up this Friday night, Rampage back at a regularly scheduled time. Owen Hart Foundation qualifying match to Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Tony Schiavone will interview Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. The Murder Rock Monster Lance Archer takes on Serpentico. Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia go one-on-one with everyone else banned from ringside. Schiavone will also speak with Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Then the TBS Championship title match, Jade Cargo looks to defend against Marina Shafir. Then one week from tonight, AEW Dynamite from Philadelphia. It will be a Philly street fight. Serena Demon, Hikaru Shida, Wardlow goes one-on-one with the Murder Rock Monster Lance Archer, Owen Hart Foundation men's qualifying match, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, plus the TNT Championship Ladder match, Scorpio Sky challenges Sammy Guevara, and a 10-man tag team match, Adam Cole, Young Bucks, and Red Dragon taking the part to All right, let's get through this. There's a lot, a lot of stuff happened on this show. Um, can't say all good, but... <laughs> A lot of shit happened on the show. I think uh, the docket is stacked oh, right boy. now, so let's get into it. Uh, we got CM Punk versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. I know you're a fan of this one. Um, I thought the you match was what? fine. It's just like, I just don't yeah. care about Dustin. I like Dustin to put on a good match. I thought it was slower in spots than I thought it would be. I thought yeah. they'd maybe pick it up a little bit, but it was still a very good match. Got a lot of time. Um Mm-hmm. You know, and Dustin, Dustin's still moving good. Uh, I, I, I'm happy we're finally, you know, off of Adam Cole, Hangman Page. At the end of the match, you know, CM Punk yeah. and Hangman had the stare down. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I will say I am looking forward to that. I kind of feel bad for Hangman though, because he about to get oh. cooked on that mic. It's gonna be nah, ugly. I don't, nah, fuck the mic shit. Time is up, bruh. Hang, hang that shit up. I saw CM Punk take a, a a crossroads to a pile driver, bro. What the fuck, yo, Larry about to do, bro? <laughs> like, come on, man. It's time. Time's up, bro. Hey, man, not that nigga, bro. This, uh, you know, his rise, fantastic, bro. But I think this is kind of the problem when you have like, uh, you know, 
a face as a champ. It's tough to book a face as a champ, especially when your heels are a little bit more cooler than the, than you are. It kind of is it's really tough to work around that. Yeah. So, it's kind of it's kind of the Big E problem in a way. I'm not saying Big E's not cool, but when you got Roman there, it kind of just dwarfs whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, how many days till double or nothing? Uh, Two or three weeks? Like mid. Yeah, we got like a couple more weeks, I believe. Let me see if I can find. We should know these things. AEW double. It, it kind of their card up on a nigga, bro. Yeah, I, I think the card is going to round out pretty soon. Um, oh, yeah. May 29th. Oh, they got mad time. I'm lying. Damn. Yeah, they got plenty of time. <laughs> they right, might man. have too much time. Damn. Yeah, because okay. Hangman, Hangman about to get overcooked on the goddamn mic, bro. Yeah, they can't, they can't do the back and forth promo battles with this one because I don't think it's going to go too well. Yeah, I think just like with both of them being faces, it's going to be a little odd, but it is what um, in the second hour of the show, we got Jungle Boy versus Kyle O'Reilly, and I thought, boy, this match was boring, bruh. This one was also a little slower. I preferred CM Punk, the CM Punk match over this match. I didn't think it was, like, super boring, but I think I could have picked up. I'm still, like I, get, I say every week, hold on Jungle Boy. Kyle's Kyle. He's He's always gonna do what he does. That's that mat work, submission work. It was boring, but it didn't. It wasn't like I don't uh, stand out or anything. Jungle Boy is not ready to be a singles dude, bro. Is that fair to say? I don't think. I don't think he cut out to be a singles dude right now. I think his strengths are in the tag team division as of right. Um, I was still shocked that he um, got pinned just clean like that. Because he's only that was his second loss all year. He was seven and one previous to that on TV, and then it's a clean win from uh, Kyle, who I felt like didn't really have the momentum that he should be doing that, especially yeah, they lost him twice already. But <laughs> it is what it is. He's in the Owen tournament now. I mean, it gives him something to do, and now it's gonna be it's gonna be Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, Samoa Joe, which I'm just like, well, <laughs> good luck. We, my thing is, is that like Jungle Boy definitely could have won, and then you didn't have to book Samoa Joe versus uh Samoa Joe versus uh Jungle Boy because shit, I don't even think we've seen a bracket yet for real. They just been telling sure, us what matches are next. I don't even think there hadn't even it hadn't even started yet. So yeah, it's just quali- it's just yeah, it's just qualifiers yeah, all right we're, now. We're so still doing qualifiers. Like, um, so I was just like, damn, why you book Samoa Joe, bro? <laughs> I I do think Samoa Joe versus Kyle could work because of the style no, Kyle no, no, works. It's not. It's gonna. I think it would be actually a pretty decent match. No, that's fine. That's I just thing. think like Jungle Boy definitely could have won that match because Kyle is like has no like didn't have any momentum and like they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to book Samoa Joe and uh, Jungle Boy, but it is what it is. Um, I'm gonna save this one for last. So I'm gonna skip over it so we could talk a little bit more about it. Um. We got Wardlow who defeats the Butcher and kind of a spectacle of a match, not really a, a barn burner. Yo, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got a question for you, though. With four with four power bombs overkill, I thought three was a lot. I was like, is four too much? Or for for the bombs? Butcher, um, <laughs> I feel like maybe, yeah, a decent amount. 
it, it didn't hurt the match. I'm just saying four in a row is a lot. <laughs> it was like that's a lot of damn power bombs for for the butcher. <laughs> I I think I think if the butcher was really bringing it to Wardlow, and then Wardlow was just like you know just going, he just like hulked up and went crazy and it hit him with like seven. I'd be like all right, seven. <laughs> like he he won't stay down. Yeah, let's let, let's hit him up. Then, uh, you know, do a little overkill, but that's fine with me. Uh, you know, the match is a spectacle more than anything. Um, they couldn't really do the beating up the security guard things over and over. So we finally got a match out of this. And then next we'll be getting... Hold on, before next. you go to there, though, I just want to re- re- briefly... Um, I think what this is going to lead to is the whole handcuff gimmick. And the MJF and Sean Spears are probably going to jump on Wally's handcuff. I think that's what we're I feel like that should have happened this week. Nah, they can drag it out. They got a whole month. <laughs> they got mad time to drag this out, bro. They got fucking... They, they take it, they they take it they baby steps. <laughs> They have to. They don't have a choice. What are they going to do? They have six weeks. It's crazy, bruh. And then you know what that means. It's the MJF feud. So before you touch me, I'm just going to get a random assortment of niggas. Uh, what is it? Uh, the MK Tower. The MK Tower on easy. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, then you'll see me, bruh. Uh, so MJF pays off. Um, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake says a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, and then Lance Archer was just like, man, shut that shit up. I want to fight. And I was just like, <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't see you since you got your ass. <laughs> well, I didn't even see the match where you got your ass beat. So where you been? No, Raw. I mean, he was on, not Raw. He was on Dark this week. I won't say that much. Raw. <laughs> on Dark. Uh, yeah, that's where he's been. I didn't even see the match where him and Hangman killed each other, bro. Was that even on Dynamite? I feel like it was. That was, yeah, that was on Dynamite. Why didn't you see it? Oh. <laughs> it's not in the memory bank, right? I didn't, you know, that might have been the week you went to do a leap, but I think. Come on, man. You already know what it is. Come on. Come on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not remembering some fucking bullshit Texas death match, bro. I saw the queen, bro. Um, <laughs> the queen. I was about to say Rhea Ripley. I don't know why, but Britt Baker... <laughs> Um, returns to Pittsburgh, gets the hometown welcome against um, formerly known as Vanessa Bourne. Her name is now Daniela. Danielle Camella. Okay. I was just going to say Daniela K. But uh, yeah, the match is a match, mostly in pitcher and pitcher. So I wasn't paying attention. And then as soon as it came out of pitcher and pitcher, it ended within the minute. So that's fine. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. Follow me, bro. Uh, Britt Baker grabs the mic, exhausted and winded, and then she thought that it'd be really smart to make fun of Tony Storm. <laughs> no, I mean, she pretty, she like, she did, she buried the whole women's division, for, but yeah. like, who gained anything from that promo? That's the problem with Britt Baker. They like her promo skills so much, but then they give her promo where she doesn't really need to cut a promo. That was, that was completely unnecessary <laughs> to just yeah. kind of like that motherfucker was winded. Talking about Jade, your baddie section ugly, and then they didn't eat, and they didn't turn to the baddie section because Jade Cargill struggled to find bad bitches for the show, <laughs> and I was just like, this shit's sad, bruh. She been tweeting, no "We're the bad in bitches in Philly all goddamn week." Hey, if you can't find empty, a bad, bro. if you can't find a bad shorties in 
Philly. I think she was. In, they were in Pittsburgh though. I don't know what the what the girls look like in Pittsburgh, but in Philly, you can find some baddies in Philly. Pittsburgh, I don't know what's going on over there. That shit. That shit was pathetic, bro. But uh, yeah, she was trashing the baddie segment. I mean, the baddie section, and they didn't even turn to no bitches, bro. Uh, sh- uh shitted on um Red Velvet. Uh, that is what it is. Um, shitted on Tony Storm. I don't know why. Um, that was kind of random. Y'all didn't even fit. Y'all didn't even look at each other yet, and then you were just well, like, no. You know, I mean, she's wrestling Jamie Haters, so I think that's. I know, I know, but like you, you, you didn't even like look at her yet before you said some sly shit to her. Um, and then they're they're gonna have a face off against each other next week. So that was to plant the seed for that, but the seed is rotten. And then uh, she didn't. I don't think she said anything about Thunder Rosa. Well. She said stuff about the women that are actually on TV. So um, it is. Mm. Well, uh, we get uh, BCC, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. You do not know how hard it was to not say BCC. <laughs> That'd be gimmick it infringement took, anyway. <laughs> it took all my brain power to not call them that. <laughs> um, they defeat. Uh, Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin, and Brock Anderson. Um, and I thought this was weird. What the fuck happened to Dante Martin's brother, bruh? Is he injured again? He no, he was on dark. Why wasn't he in this match? Because Lee Moriarty was in the match. They could have took Brock Anderson out? <laughs> no, because Arn Anderson's kid. Um, you know what I, I think he's going to lead to? I, <laughs> I, th- I don't... Is, is Lee Moriarty from Pittsburgh? Or is he from yeah, somewhere he was from else? Pittsburgh. Oh, he's from Pittsburgh. I was wondering why he got such a, such a, so much offense in the match, and I was they like, mentioned it in comments. Either they uh, oh, okay. I was like, are they teasing that he might be the next guy to be in the group? Which I wouldn't mind. Which in the post match angle, I thought that's what it was, but they kind of just beat their ass and yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, they did just beat. But I will say that was an entertaining ass beating. That was fun. I like. I really. Uh, I like everything black. But that the Blackpool. Uh, Combat Club is doing. I really do. Uh, I, I like bits and really pieces. Boring. I would say. Well, I like bits and pieces of what they do. Um, I'm not. I'm not too mad at it. I do like it for the most part. Like it made what they have done with Wheeler Yuta completely turn around. Even though I didn't like the mocking yeah. match that much. Um, this match was really cool. I don't like Brock Anderson. Greener than green. Like. My favorite, my favorite Brock Anderson part of the match is where Brian Danielson is kicking Lee's face in, and then Brock Anderson walks right past him so he could go get drop kicked by Willie Yuta. I say, yeah, right, he, man, he like stood there, on, like looked at it, and went to walk through his spot. <laughs> I did see that. I don't I know. That, that, that was really bad. Man. That was bad camera work too, because they shouldn't have. I feel. I feel like there. he probably should have tried <laughs> to stop Danielson and then get drop kicked by Willie Yuta in like some sort of yeah. fashion like that, get blindsided or something. But I don't know. You walk uh, right into a spot. How your daddy yeah. Art Anderson, man? Come on now. That's your your dad's Art Anderson. Why are we Man? Oh. <laughs> I'm about I'm about to ra- I'm about to raise the question, man. Was Art Anderson that good, bruh? Relax, relax. Yes, Art <laughs> Anderson was that good. Whatever you're whatever you're about to say, yeah, he was. He was that guy. Hey man. But uh, do you know. Don't it, it, the the skill didn't transfer, bruh. Um, but yeah, I think 
there being no post match angle for Lee Moriarty joining, which is like, you know, somebody that Brian, uh, you know, Danielson called out by name. Like, he's from Pittsburgh. Why are you going to recruit him in any state but his home state? Where the fuck is he going to get a bigger reaction at? Maybe they're not recruiting him then. Maybe change their mind. Then we got Wheeler. It's That's fine. Sad, not man. everybody. Not everybody he named was going to join the group. Also, I wish they would though. Really I wish they would too. <laughs> um, shout out to Wheeler. You did for changing his pants, his gear. Finally, the other shit was terrible. Um, this is somewhat. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck you and Jim Cornette see with his bad tie. Uh, his bad ring attire, but it is it's what ugly. It is. It's terrible. That shit was, it, it looked indie. I just think he just had like skin, skinny ass <laughs> yoga <legs>. pants. <laughs> <laughs> it looked I, a lot better. Uh, he looked a lot more professional this week. My thing is, is that you say Wheeler Yuta, like shit looks terrible, but Darby Allen, his normal fit is Daisy Dukes with leggings. Well, I mean, I didn't say Darby Allen's fit was cool. No, I'm just saying, like, there's much worse. So I'm just like, y'all focusing on the wrong thing. We need to but, attack this but man. Like, but like, <laughs> Put the guns on this nigga. But but Darby Allen looks cool at least. You know what I mean? Like no, he he's just like a dork. That nigga look that nigga does the not kids, look cool the, in the booty kids, shorts. The kids the kids love <laughs> also has some Daisy Dukes. Stone Cole has some Daisy Dukes on too. He looked cool. Damn, uh, well he don't got fucking leggings in his fucking he has the double <laughs> knee braces. He's jacked. This nigga got the goddamn Stone Cole some leggings. <laughs> some this nigga got a leotard <laughs> under his goddamn Daisy Dukes, bro. Them shit's not fire, bro. <laughs> That nigga, yeah, cool Zara, that nigga wearing Zara. Uh, nigga brunch boots with it. Come on now. He did. He he, re, he really wrestled in a suit jacket and brunch boots tonight. That's crazy. He, he was wrestling in all Zara. Uh, <laughs> Zara fit. And then, uh, I'm saying. And then talking about uh, speaking of Darby, uh, Andrade loses to Darby Allen. I don't know what the fuck they doing on Andrade, bro. That nigga's such a loser, bro. <laughs> Okay, how you got how you got creative control in your contract and all you do is uh, book your stuff to lose does he have creative control i think I, I think that's what he got when he signed bro that was the uh that was the word that was going around oh. andrade is currently two and three on tv yeah i feel like it's way more losses than that but i guess because him because him and all his homies take l's and he don't win yeah. it. he don't win shit that matter yeah he really does not this match it was cool I I think the biggest spot was Sting again, but I, I'm I'm gonna say two I'm gonna say two things right. So one I'm always gonna pop for Sting taking off a mat a Sting mask and revealing that he's Sting, Sting. Yes, hit every because time. we love we love memes bro of course <laughs> it hits every time I don't care but Sting Sting we love you we appreciate what you're doing for the business you don't. Have- have to keep doing this man you don't have to dive five things every week every time on every time darby has the match we don't have to do this i don't want to see you blow your knees out i don't want to see you break your back you're 60 years old you don't have to do this well every time he That's do that shit, he get up and start yeah <laughs> one day he ain't gonna one day he ain't gonna get up and then you know <laughs> then what hey man that's it that's his business bro he gonna go out like he gonna go out like um the wrestler the rest the, what's that movie who uh, Ramsey the Ram <laughs> yeah Ramsey the Ram hey go out hey man go I'm, I'm about to hit the I'm about to hit the Drewski hands I'm about I'm not I'm when that shit happens I'm not about to hit the oh man it's a shame that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> uh now 
huge announcement um it's finally confirmed the dream uh the dream of many folks we are getting the aew new japan show and uh, it is called forbidden door and it's going to be happening on june 26th fantastic that's great if you if if that's what you're excited for or this is what you always wanted you're finally getting it i'm happy for you my issue here is why the fuck are they getting all the heels to announce this they don't, don't Tony Khan can't talk on a mic in, in front of a crowd, and nor can the like, Japanese um, president of New Japan. So they were like, "We might as well get somebody else to do it." They flew, they flew that nigga out to say nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, I mean, they probably chill. They probably had a night out the night before, good dinner. No, I don't drinks. care about that. I'm talking about what's on TV. <laughs> what's um, on TV? I don't know. For some reason, they had Adam Cole do his promo, and I was just like, I mean, I guess. And then. uh Jay White came out, and I would I swear to God, dog, the crowd did not give a shit about Jay White coming out. That shit was crazy. Yeah, a little bit. No, he got the two sweet whoop whoop. Oh, brother. Um, and then I'm over to say, man, this show is all about. The Bullet Club and the Undisputed Elite. The crowd, dog. That shit was embarrassing, bro. When Jay White did that pause, I was just like, hey, man, I heard, I heard the, the cameraman heartbeat. <laughs> that shit was crazy, oh, bro. Man. But no, I, oh, I thought that was I, weird. I definitely think that um, if they would have got a New Japan star to, you know, hit, hit the Shinsuke Nakamura, the, the, when he was uh, FaceTiming Sami Zayn. Oh, when he <laughs> FaceTiming the NXT crowd. So it was just like, oh, shit. I'll see you. <laughs> um, like, can you imagine like Okada did that? That'd be kind of hard. It should have been Tanahashi. Tanahashi should have no, pulled up and just. He has good English. He could have did the thing. He said. Uh, he said happy birthday. To I, I think they want to. They want to do Adam Cole because you know they want to announce the Adam Cole Ishii surprise for next week. Which I know, mean, they could announce that shit be... regard. They could announce that shit anyway. They want him to do it. I don't know. As for the show itself. That's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a fun show. I'm sure it could be a lot of tag matches. Oh, uh, it's going to be a New Japan style a lot, a lot show. Of, a lot of multi-man matches, probably. Just because I don't think they want to protect a lot of their guys. Where do the women fit on this? What women? Women? You mean women on this show? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, next question. On the show. Um, we're getting Adam <laughs> Cole and Ishii, right? What New Japan people are actually going to be there? Why does that matter? You know, Ishii taking that pin. No, but like for for the Forbidden Door show, like which New Japan niggas actually gonna be there? Oh, because if it's I mean, all we'll New see. Japan strong niggas, no, they're in the trash. Throw this shit in the trash. No, if the president of the New Japan flew all the way to America to, to announce this, it's probably gonna be the top. <laughs> no, New he Japan can't guy. see. You can't say he announced it because he didn't say shit. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? If he showed, up, if he well, he flew all the way over here in COVID to come to, talk to, to this to dude twerk, to, to twerk it's, time. It, it's going to be, you know, we're going to get Okada. We're probably going to get Tanahashi. The big name, we'll probably get it. If they, they want to sell out all state yeah. arena, they, yeah, they probably should. So, If if, that, Okada, if Okada and Tanahashi is not part of the show, I do not give it. Absolute shit. And um, I... I, I That's also um, all state arena. Just, I'm just wondering. Okada and... So it's after, it, it'll be after Hell of a Cell. Go ahead. Yeah. Okada and Tanahashi will make me care about this because 
you know, we will stop getting C uh C level niggas. Uh New Japan niggas will actually start getting like re- real motherfuckers in this. And I think they already botched it with Jay White facing goddamn Trent. So I don't care about uh Jay White right now. Um I don't really care about New Japan right now. But um if Okada and Tanahashi are there, I'm interested. Their opponents is what's going to get me to watch. Because if it's going to be like Tanahashi versus Hangman Page, I'm out. I don't want to see it. Sorry. I'm, I want to see Brian Danielson in this bitch. I want I my, I want my, bro- matches. I want my, I want I my th- Brian Danielson versus Tanahashi or Okada. That's what I want. That's what's putting asses in seats. Put Philip put Philip Brooks with uh but who, but, but who wins? Bro. You know what I mean? This this the problem. Someone has to the win. Ring explodes. To... I don't care. <laughs> those are the... willing to lose that. All those bullshit dream matches that AEW has been putting on, this is it. I don't give a fuck who wins. Don't time limit draw me though. Don't do that. Don't do that. They might. They might time him. Yeah. draw you. Know. I think it's gonna be a lot of multi-man out. matches. I highly doubt Okada working a singles match, or any of those guys. Yeah, I don't see I, it happening. I would say you know, Tanahashi Okada will make me interested. Then like the card will determine if I actually watch or not. Um, so that's that. Excuse me. Quick hits. A match that I absolutely do not give a single shit about. We're gonna be getting Danhausen versus Hook. Well, he didn't. He didn't accept it. He he didn't accept it. We're getting the match, bro. Come on now. You know what's happening. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if Dan Housen's healthy enough to work yet. I know he's injured. I believe at least. Um, how do you how do you feel about Hook? This is your first time seeing Hook live. What do you mean? I watched him on. I watched him on Rampage. I thought you don't watch Rampage. I don't know what you be doing. I watched. I watched his debut. We talked about it. You be acting. All right, but I'm saying you haven't watched it recently. <laughs> I would imagine. No, I haven't because all his matches are the fucking same. <laughs> all right, that's fair. <laughs> I still, I'm still a Hook fan. I can live with other Dan Housen stuff, but it is what it is. Get that, get I, it out the way. Get the meme out of the way, and it's fine. I like, I like Hook. I can't ignore the Dan Housen shit, and I would like to see him do a lot more. Um, his match against QT Marshall showed me a lot of nothing. Um, this match, I didn't see much here. Um, out of all the, out of all, out of all the dudes that get enhancement talent, it's this nigga. I mean, if you watch Dark, plenty of guys get enhancement talent. (laughs) That's all the show is. Motherfucker, stop talking about Dark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hook. Put him, I don't care about this shit right now. Put him with the real beaters and we'll see what's, uh, what's cracking, bro. I think it's time to integrate them to the fucking, you know, the real ecosystem of AEW or lack thereof. I do. Um, I do agree with that. I'm I'm tired of seeing him against uh, enhancement talent and jobbers and get the Tony Nese shit out of the way, too, because Tony Nese ain't really nobody, bro. Hey, oh, come on, don't do that. Tony Nese is a worker. He's a worker. He can go. He can get. Nobody I would actually like that. T- nobody cares about Tony Nese, bro. Put him, just it's put not, him on the dark, match. Ain't ab- the match. The match isn't about Tony Nese. It's about Hook, and I think Tony Nese will make Hook look good, actually. But Tony Nese is not the real beaters I'm referring to. I'm talking about the niggas that I'm, like I, it actually. I, I know what you're saying, but it's actually like if you put Hook and Tony Nese together, like 
So, he, all right. So, who would you? It's very predictable. Who do you want to work with right now? I would. I would like to see him wrestle people like uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, uh, Sammy Guevara, okay. at least like people that like put the result in doubt. Okay, that's fair. Is, is that you. fair? Yeah, that's fair. Because motherfucker, Tony Nese versus Hook, motherfucker. I have mo- I have more doubt about Danhausen versus Hook. Then I have Tony Nese and Hook, bro. Because I don't know who the fuck is going to win that little uh, whatever curse shit match or whatever. Danhausen's not going to win that. It's not even going to be a match. It'll probably be a segment where you, like Hook throws him or something. It's not going to be The ring explodes. <laughs> um, you know that happened so bad? I mean, I didn't get it uh, with Moxley and uh, Kenny Omega, bro. Um, the Undisputed Era, uh, the Undisputed Elite. To talk about how much they're big losers and they want to have a 10-man tag i mean uh yeah a 10-man tag next week and i thought that shit was so funny because everybody in the chat went there's only one stable with like five niggas willing to take the pin and then we were just like man rip on dark order and then aew said swerve we're gonna get all these miscellaneous niggas to lose to fucking undisputed elite so uh, i think they're gonna be i think I thought it was just gonna be Dark Order, but they brought out Dante Martin and some other uh, some other random motherfuckers. Uh, they just got an assortment of crackers and niggas. Um, let me see if they put the what graphic up yet about who's actually gonna it, be in it. It was um, Dante Martin, Brock Anderson, Lee Johnson, and I think maybe Varsity Blondes. I think I could be wrong. Put them niggas through a paper shredder, bro. Why they? Why? 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 Why they got? Uh, Dante Martin on the losing end of all this shit, bro. Cause man, ever since his brother came back, they just don't care no more. <laughs> he had yes, his man. he had his title match against Hangman. Mm-hmm. He's all right. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're good now. Right. We're back to back to the projects. Shit, crazy, bro. Um, we got a double turn at Battle of the Belts. Uh, Sammy Guevara got his uh his title back. Um, and then we got the double turn. So, Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky are going to have a ladder match. And then they're going to have a six, uh, what is it? A mixed tag match at some point in time. And, you know. Yeah. They didn't even say. I like, I know it's going to be Paige Van Zandt, but it was just like, we're going to give me the mix, uh, the mixed tag. Uh, Me and who? Like, you just say this, just say this shit for the people in the back, bro. Um, Probably Ethan. Yeah. Uh, commentary tried to save it at the end, but you know when Excalibur starts talking, I start tuning out. Um, Yo, hold on! Did you hear that read he did at the end of the show, like near the end before the main motherfucker, event? Motherfucker, did you hear all the reads that he did? Uh, what but is no, it during the women's match? Was... During the women's match, where he said, "Uh, talk about girls gone wild, explode, uh, explode, <laughs> or like the origins of uh girls gone wild." I was just like, "What the fuck?" During the women's match. Um, watch where that. he started yeah, reading that. every, well, he started reading everything in like thirty seconds, bro. And then he had to that do was, it again was, <laughs> because no one heard what the fuck he said the first time. Dog, yeah. he was speaking like he's in an auction or something. He was like, he went through like twenty <laughs> matches <laughs> within like. I was like, whatever, bro. Slow down. Just put the graphic on the screen, bro. Like, like Cash Wheeler versus, 
<laughs> like Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood is a big deal. You like skip right. It was like within half a second, you got to the next thing. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me register what you just said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's really funny. I, I thought that was really funny. I, 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 I like looked up at the screen like, yo, what's, what's going on, my man? Nah, that shit was nuts. Yeah, but I like, on, like, I don't, I don't know, know why AEW does that. <laughs> Just allocate some time to let us know what's happening next week. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, um, yeah Zoom through that. But yeah, uh, Sammy Guevara, his gimmick is, I have a girlfriend. Ooh. Like uh, what yeah. is it? A bitch is this? Man. Is, this you uh, Ameri- you love? You're a hater. And, and, and uh, he's an American Pie villain. Um, <laughs> so it is what it is. And then uh, we got once again the House of Black just saying a bunch of nothing and doing a whole bunch of nothing. So uh, that's gonna be all good and fun. Wants to get this done inside the squared circle. All right. Um, NXT 2.0. Um, a lot of stuff happened on this episode too, but I think we can kind of breeze through a lot more of these compared to the AEW stuff. But um, at the top of the show, we got GYV calling out Pretty Deadly, and then Elgato Del Fantasma coming out, who lost first in the gauntlet. What the fuck? Why are you still out here? Um, and it brought uh, it calls for a match later on the night. Uh, our main event. No, not our. Uh, that's not. It wasn't our main event, but it was a tag match. I was on the show. Pretty Deadly versus um GYV. That was the main event. No, no, no. no uh, not Elgato. Oh, they got Elgato a- Del Fantasma. Like that was the main event. They got over. No, they got over. Wrestled. Um, GYV they right? Wrestled. No, they did. You're right. It was uh, Duke uh, Hudson and Dexter versus Pretty yeah, Deadly. Yeah, yeah. I got confused. Okay, you're right. Yes, that's. Oh, yes, you're right. Elgato Del Fantasma beats GYV and motherfucker. I swear to God, when I saw when I saw him get the pin, the room started like swirling. I was just like, <laughs> what? You had these motherfuckers lose first in the gauntlet clean to the Creed Bros. GYV, who was not even a part of the match, just gets swept like that. I know it's going to like, it's definitely working towards a bigger story, but I was just like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, GYV's been losers this whole time, so it's no different. But uh, this is, um, but so, Legato's but, first. But Legato definitely loses a lot more. This is their first win of the year. This was their first year. And then, you know, I, I think what's happening. Is I think the loss of Wesley kind of messed up the balance. I mean, not Wesley of um, Nash Carter messed up the balance of teams. So I think they need another the face team. They're like, we might as well just turn Legato at this point because they're already oh, over. Well, People want to cheer for them anyway. 
Yeah, one, uh, I do agree with people wanting to cheer for him anyway, and I think that they were going to turn anyway because uh, Tony D'Angelo is going to have uh, is, is having his goons, and then we're having the cartel versus the mafia, which is a crazy Ooh. story. What is a crazy storyline to run? We getting Sopranos versus Narcos, boy. Queen, queen of the Queen of the South versus uh, this is uh, and the Godfather. This is the this is, this is the Mayans versus um. Whatever the hell that's that what the hell that show? You know what I'm talking about? What's my man's name? Oh, I forgot the name of the show. The the motorcycle show. What's that shit called? Oh, Sons Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> yeah, it's them versus the Mayans. Oh Lord. But not nah, this is nuts. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um GYV, they have like a a segment later where they kinda they lose their smile. And we'll see where it goes from there. Um Grayson Waller says he wants to lose the dead weight, so he faces off against Sangha. And this is kind of what Veer should have been doing on Raw, in my opinion. Uh, well, I don't watch Raw, so I don't have much opinions on it. But uh, they just wanted to see him beat the shit out of somebody, and they were, like, grateful for it. And then Grayson Waller won in the... <laughs> I was like, hey, what um, the fuck they, is going you on? They broke them up too? You think they broke them up too soon? This seems kind of like... No, it was perfect because I thought already. the pairing was stupid in the first place. I I think Grayson Waller, it, it works with a heater, though. I think they should have kept them around a little longer than this. I think Grayson Waller needs to go for a championship already, honestly. We'll see what happens going forward. I think he's still, he's still on the hunt for the North American title, it seems. I think he had to handle some other that. business first. Yeah, I feel like uh, Joe Gacy definitely stole his spot or his spot in, in line. Um, mm. But if they want uh, Grayson Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker to be a bigger thing, that's fine because <laughs> this uh, Joe Gacy shit ended in two weeks. <laughs> so that's yeah, right. all good with me. Uh, next match, we got Carmelo Hayes defeating Santos Escobar. Um, in a really good match. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. I mean, there was no chance the match was going to be uh, bad anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah, th- there was a couple slip-ups and spots where there was a little miscommunication. But for where, the most part... <laughs> where Car- Carmelo Hayes' foot slipped off to the outside. <laughs> yeah, Santos just like stared at him for like a second. And, like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> that boy um, lost his foot in. But there's a couple other spots. But outside of that, yeah, it was a fun match. You know what else I, I really like? Um, the crowd doing the leg guy, though, with the beat. I think that's really cool. Hey, do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah they, that's, they, cool. that's, how, that's uh, how they got it together, <laughs> bro. Um, I mean, like, like I said, I always felt like, uh, you know, this, uh, Elgato de Fantasma, Elgato de Fantasma <laughs> always gets, like, an insane reaction. And I feel like that's why MSK got a lot. Like, that was, like, why some of the hate that MSK got because people were so, like, you know, way more thirsty for fucking uh, I've Got a Death Phantasma on top of yeah. the other shit. But it is what it is. Um, and then the finish of the match, um, the goons boy, come out. I said, I saw niggas with top hats and, uh, what is it, red ties? I said, oh, no. Under my breath, I said, nigga, the mafia? <laughs> Was it you who tweeted? They said they look, they look like uh, L.A. Nowhere NPCs. <laughs> no, but they—that's definitely oh. what they look like. <laughs> that's what they look like. I don't know if it was like the cut of the suit, but they look really skinny. Like they didn't it's, even look like they're a big guy. Yeah, it, it no, was weird. 
I don't think I don't think Santos is that tall. So they were like at Santos height, kind of slim, and then you know they have the black suit, white shirt, red tie, and it was just like, oh, 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 oh you want get you copper or whatever some shit. Like these niggas weird as fuck. Um, and then later on the show, Tony D'Angelo uh, allegedly gets a boot put on their car, and I thought that was fucked up. I I you know I, I originally thought he was gonna take the wheels off that bitch, and I was about to say, damn, that's wild green. But them niggas got the boot. <laughs> how you get how you get somebody to just like, hey man, can I borrow a boot real quick, bro? We just need it for this quick segment, bro. He he knows a guy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So that's fine with me. Uh, Wesley has a promo backstage where he's just like, you know, a lot of things were uncertain. It's been a a hectic couple weeks after standing deliver and he has his solo debut against zion quinn and when zion quinn got the win i was just like wait <laughs> wait what what the hell what the hell going on bro but uh i knew what it was um hashtag repackage coming soon yeah this is a situation where instead of just taking them off tv completely and not acknowledging it they just got out the way and acknowledged it and said, okay, we'll give you a moment to talk your shit and then we can kind of ship you off till you find your new character. Because yeah. I'm just happy he's on TV because it could have went left. They could have just got rid of him and said, hey, yeah, they got rid of him you too. lost your partner. And, we, we don't uh, really need you, buddy. The CWC, I think, like, filled with some of the worst people in the world. Why did they, did they boo them? I don't I don't remember him. Getting no, because they was uh, they chant they chanted Nash Carter at the nigga, bro. And I said, all right, man, this shit is crazy to me, bro. Just I'm not getting involved in that Nash Carter. Whatever whatever happened over there. Yeah, whatever happened over there, that's happening. But like to chant that at him, that shit is sick, bro. Well, I, I don't think it was like to taunt him. I think it was just more so like we missed him, we want him back, kind of. Oh, now now he gone. Niggas want him. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. What Mike Jones said, bro. Um, yeah, uh, I I watched uh, what is it? The backstage, uh, the digital, whatever backstage thing, the digital exclusive, uh, where he was just like on the phone and he was trying to like call somebody, he just wanted to talk to somebody, like, you know, he kind of lost his voice and he got no way to talk to. Him. I couldn't see what the what the name was on the ID. It, it looked like it was only one or two letters. And I said, yeah, I'm not guessing that, bruh. That shit was blurry for one, and I couldn't read it. So I said, I ain't guessing, bruh. You think they'll put him back in a, in a different tag team, or do you think they'll have him as a solo guy? They'll have a solo. I think he uh, I think he'll do well with a manager. But if they put him back with, I don't, I think it's too soon to put him in the tag team. Yeah. Um, How old is he? Oh, yeah. Pretty young, probably. I'm gonna assume that MSK stood for kid, so he might he might be young. Yeah, something stoner kid. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> that's what it was. I forgot what exactly what it was. Oh, he's 33. So yeah, he's still fairly young. 33 in wrestling years. I mean, in wrestling years, that's fairly young still. That's when people hit their manager. primes. I think he'll get a manager, or you know. There's a lot of niggas in the PC that can use some reps. So if they want to pair them together, go ahead. Uh, next, we got Natalia defeating uh, 
What's the name, bro? I know it's like pa- Tatum Pax Tatum Paxley, man. We do this. Paxley. We do this every week. <laughs> it's not every week because he's not on every week. But uh, <laughs> I thought the match was good. I liked it uh, for the most part. Um, Paxley gets to show her stuff, you know, get some reps in. I definitely think her and uh, her and Ivy Niles definitely need to get as much reps as possible. So. It is what it is. Well, Ivy's, I believe Ivy's in, in the UK currently, as well as Lash Legend, last I checked. So. <sighs> Let's go, bitch. <laughs> so they and, I, and, I saw, and, I saw Gin, and I saw Ginny in the States, bro. I don't know if she's going to be there or she's just there for Walter support. But uh, I, they I'm, might as well. TV, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, why the fuck not? You know uh, what I mean? Have her have her uh, come through. Tell her toxic attraction fits her trash, and then you know, you she cracking, bro. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. What was I gonna say? Oh, Natalia, she was calling spots loud as hell. I could hear them loud as loud and clear. I don't know. If I she's, think she used I, to be. I think with Paxley, I think that is that is a okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. I, I don't know if she thought she was working in an arena or something like that, but we I could hear her loud and clear. That was that was like Cena loud. Yeah. Nigga, do you know I can hear you? Um speaking of nigga, you know I can hear you? Nikita Lion and her black scent fucking coming oh up God. screaming loud as fuck on the microphone, challenging well, Natalia. No, she had like something in her throat when the when the, the whole thing started. You could hear her like kinda like trying yeah. to clear her throat before she got that out of the mic. That shit was funny as hell. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's a terrible time. She went <clears throat> and then walked towards the <laughs> microphone like goddamn Bugs Bunny, bro. Yeah. yeah, that was that was terrible timing. Nah, and she just started screaming into the microphone, and I was just like, all right, I guess. And then she was just, uh, what is it? She had the the closing line of the segment, and her and Natalia just awkwardly stared at each other. Yeah, I was just that, like, that, I don't, know, bro. Why why didn't you walk off, bro? That that was a that bar, was a bro. Production. That's something you walk off on, bro. Um, I want you to sit with it. <laughs> sit with it. <laughs> Yo. Um, off topic real quick. I just saw like a picture. What if they make Dan Housen and Hook a tag team? I'll be sick. Do I got a booing sound? <laughs> On this thing? Uh, also. Stop. <laughs> Um, also, according to according to Discord, um, Tony Khan announced the video game title will be called AEW Fight Forever. Just so you know, and Jeff Hardy will be in the game. Appropriate. Um, I mean, I remember playing with Jeff Hardy in two K nineteen, and I think that was the worst decision I ever made. I don't like I don't like playing high flyers uh, in that game. What you mean? Motherfucker, I'm trying to get that win, bro. And if I got to go to the top rope to get it, there's a high risk. <laughs> I'm trying to try and go on that, buddy. Whatever, whatever I do, niggas reversing, bro. Um, but yeah, Nikita's gonna be next in line after she's done with Last Legend, which I'm just like, um, being UK right now. What you mean? So we'll see what happens. But it kind of kills the vibe because I, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm gonna imagine. Last Legend loses unless Natalia like interferes and like causes Nikita to she lose gets a match fl- for some reason. She gets she gets I, a full I don't know like, program with her and uh, Decora Jade. 
not not laughing not laughing weeks. at you, but I think that's a, like nah, bro. <laughs> that'd really be a funny. fucking wild. That'd be a wild program, bro. Also, uh, before we go into quick hits, you feel how fucking tall she was? She was towering over Natty, bro. Uh, that's a big girl. That's a big yeah. girl. Tall as shit. Uh, quick hits. We got Tiffany Stratton defeating Saray. Um, match was good for the most part. Uh, I saw people were upset, but I'm just like, hey man, not everybody. Were you shocked by the result? Over. No. I, I kind of wanted to keep the magical girl thing going a little bit more, like you know, yeah, with definitely. the wins. But uh, it's fine, I guess. De- definitely keep the magical thing, uh, girl thing going because if it, but I'm, if Saray but, don't but she got lost that, she's a magical girl. But that, uh, that's my thing. I like why I didn't want them to lose already. Oh no no no! Oh that. okay, yeah yeah yeah. I see what you're saying. But uh, shit, the game's the game. Um, hopefully they don't lose the whole magical girl thing, and then she can keep the transformation, the amulet, and all that stuff. Because if she don't got that, then she ain't got shit. She's just she's just a drop kick that they kind of nerfed already. So they gonna need to do uh, a little bit more with the Raven. Tiffany sold that really well too. I like that. Yeah, she did. I'm not. Even, I'm not even sure she sold it. I think Saray just really just kicked her in the face. <laughs> Yo, Saray was game. hitting hard. Did, it was it me or did, she, did it seem like she was playing wrestling real aggressive last night? Yeah, bugging? that shit was fire, bro. Tiffany Stratton yeah, buff. She, she could take that shit. She could take um, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Saray will have her time in the sun or her time to shine. It will happen eventually. So. I'm not going to be too mad at this or whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Cora Jade, she wants to beat Natalia's ass. So that's that. I don't even really know why I put that shit on quick hits. I'm gonna be real with you. Um Roxanne Perez, her debut was next week. Then NXT said, Psych! And they said, We're gonna run that shit nah, nigga. Right now. You play video you play video games, nigga. Me too. We on that shit right now, nigga. I think she has the one of the most the relatable gimmick. She has the most relatable story, I think. Yeah. Like how 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 many niggas was playing SmackDown uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2002 or whatever? It was just like, maybe I could do this, man. Not me. Of course not. That gimmick, you, I don't know. You know, you're not a, I'm you're not not gonna, a real nigga, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna judge it off of one. Um, don't don't start with me because I, I got hours and hours <laughs> in WWF. No mercy. You weren't even alive. You know about that. But anyway, like I was saying, you ever played No Mercy before? No. Fantastic. I had game. I That's had a I had like an N I had an N sixty four for like it's like death days. Yeah, that's when it came out. It came out near the end. But, but like um, by the t- by the time I got an N sixty four, I got like a PlayStation like a few months later, and then I had Tekken so. three. So anyway, the right. What was I just talking about? What were we talking about? Uh, Roxanne. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, she beat J C James' ass. So. It is what it is. I don't know where her, she look good. I don't know what her, she look good. Yeah, I don't know what her gimmick is going to be, but gamer I like what girl. I saw so far. She's a gamer girl. Uh, so we got skaters, skater girl, gamer girl. Yeah, skater girl, gamer girl, crazy girl, sleepy girl. We got all the gimmick. We got every gimmick you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the seven dwarfs of fuck. Teresha, Shanika, Vasilja, Finger. Every single one-dimensional fucking character possible on this show. In the I mean, that's division. all. That's all. That's all they need, bro. That's what. That's all they need to start. 
Uh, um, but yeah, Roxanne looked good. She looked good on level up. She looked good tonight. I'm and I didn't see the, uh, I, I see the vision. Wait, I, I did the see the level up match. I just don't remember it though. Yeah, but uh, the JCJ match was cool though. JCJ could. <laughs> she's definitely the one in Toxic Attraction that that will be uh, losing. <laughs> oh yeah, she's taking them pins. Um, next, Braun Breaker. Not much to say. He's just emotional. And then uh, I laughed my ass off with Joe Gacy's uh, just take a leap of faith. Pushed him and uh, <laughs> that, that was shit, the noise. <laughs> that, that, shit, that shit sounded like I threw my mattress on the bed. I mean, uh, <laughs> threw my laptop on the bed, bro. That oh, shit was man. too funny. Braun Breaker's a big ass motherfucker. And <laughs> I'm sorry, man. This shit ain't hitting for me. First of all, you kidnapped my dad, stole his ring, and then when I see you, we just gonna talk? Nigga, I would've swung on him right? immediately. What, Brian, Brian look like a goof right now just letting that dude just play him and like that. Joe, I'm sorry. Joe <laughs> Gacy kind of just going insane out of nowhere. It don't work for me, bro. You was just the all the, you was just not. all the, you was just the all-inclusive nigga. I'm trying to get everybody yeah. involved. Suddenly. It too fast. Suddenly, a dark turn. And then, uh, yeah. fucking. Yeah, you went spooky out of nowhere. When the when the uh you know Justin always, Justin told me just a few days ago that uh, wrestling will always have spooky shit in it, which is true. But, but the way this when this when happened, the fuck did it when the fuck did this nigga got hooded figures to carry Braun Breaker off, bro? What kind of inclu- here? How did we get here? Like you didn't that's even I, show that you I had an inclusive. We got yeah, you didn't show it, that it you had an inclusive meeting. Quick. You know had uh. You know, had a meeting where everybody just came together, or you know, some shit that involved a rally of some sort, or just like a coming together. It just, just niggas just showed up and then carried them off. Yeah, I'm not, was, I'm not with um, the Joe Gacy shit, bro. What? Yeah, whatever's going on with the Joe Gacy stuff, let's get this over with by summer breaking because I'm not feeling it. I'll be a hundred percent. I'm not feeling either, bro. Take take that shit back to level up, bro. Uh, next. Uh, Roger Strong said he wants to make an example out of people. I don't know what that means, but if that means that no, you he gonna lose, start killing he, shit, he gonna lose it. that means he's going to lose to Nathan the Frazier next week. That's, that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that means. <laughs> mark, mark my words. That's exactly what's going to happen next week. Don't try, don't try, don't try, my, don't try my out. dog like that, man. And Nathan Frazier is gonna beat him in five minutes. I'm telling you, this is the exact sequence. And you can yeah. I will put I'll put quote, five quote, on it right now. Quote, quote, I will put quote, five quote, on, on that. it right now. Quote, this is exactly what's gonna happen. Quote quote Quan on that, bro. Clip this, quote it. When the match happens, feel free to dunk uh dunk on Quan at the comeback spot, bro. DDT yeah. this nigga uh while he's on Twitch. All that my shit. booker, my booker mind, my WWE booking mind. I've watched enough of this. To know what they're gonna do. This is exactly what they're gonna do. Just remember, this is an Nathan Fraser debut. Yeah, man. Just uh beat 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 the shit out of Quan when this match happens, bro. Don't hold back, bro. Uh trash his city, his college degree. <laughs> trash city. You don't know where I'm from. Uh I think I think a lot of people know where you're from already. They know um, where I'm from. They know I'm from Connecticut. We don't know what part. You don't even I'm know. To, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go into the database and see if you ever mentioned it before. <laughs> I, I definitely said it in the Discord. I had a full conversation about it in the Discord. No, like, not even the Discord. I feel like you said it. I, I feel like you said it on the spot, like already. 
I don't think so. Uh, I have said the town name on the pod multiple times. It's not my hometown, though. It's just the town I live in. Okay. Hey, trust the city he live in. Dox this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Dox this nigga. Yeah. Relax. Um, that yeah. NXT? Yeah, that's it. That's it from us. Right. Um, you can follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. You can follow us on Twitter at the A Show RNC. You can follow me, Cyrus, at uh, T-Y-R-U-S on T-W-R. And you can follow Quan at the Comeback Spot. And also... You can follow him on Twitch where he randomly streams. Follow his Twitter uh, account to know when he is going live. It's not right. I'm trying to be more consistent. Um, thank you for everybody that came through. Last night, I tried something different. It was on a late night dip. I just wanted to see what the vibes were like. I think I like the daytime better. The vibes wasn't vibing, bro. Once you once you threw on that Thor trailer, I said, all right, man, I'll see you later, bro. I, I, had, I had to peep that real quick before I went to bed. That's all. Uh, I, I, I gave you, I gave you the view. I gave you the view. I gave you the chat messages, bruh. You know, I, I know that I know them shits matter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. That's it. Um, on Patreon, we're going to be talking about a match, a part of the Stardom Cinderella tournament that I watch on my free time. We'll be talking about Julia versus, I don't know how to pronounce her name, uh, t- uh, Telka? Hello. I, I thought it was like Thecla or something like that. I have no idea how to say that woman's it, name. It, it, it could that's be. Your girl. It could be that. That's your match. Uh, yeah, that's my match. But I, I didn't hear the uh I didn't hear the announcer say it. The music was too loud <laughs> in the arena. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about. Um the first round match that Julia has, you can probably look it up on Cage Match. So uh see you guys next week if you're not a patron.